This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. 92.9 SPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where this rubble and doctors will be pushing it up. Somebody say, I guess it's Cyber Monday. Although, in Cyber Monday, feel like every day is every every day is Cyber Monday. Every Monday is Cyber Monday. Wasn't it Cyber Friday, really, Jeffrey? Is there Sunday? It is Cyber Monday. But it, which is more outdated, Black Friday or Cyber Monday? I think you have to probably say Cyber Monday because Black Friday is still like if you go into retail Black stores, there's still deals. Well, and it's also Cyber Friday. Like, this idea that we wait to Monday, or that Monday there's a lot of, I guess maybe there are a lot of deals today on Cyber Cyber Monday. Yes, I mean, it's less about whether or not you can online shop. It's more... What deals are correct. The... the, I mean, mean, the the report... The report was Americans spent nine point eight billion. Yeah, we did a lot of shopping. We did a lot of shopping over the weekend, and one of the theories too now is is that the re, the, uh, the 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 sellers, the merchant, the the merchants, they don't want to miss your shopping period. So they're the deals that they're offering. They're offering now, like that. They, they don't. They don't. They, they think you, a lot of you are going to spend all of your holiday cash. Like soon, like starting at Thanksgiving and soon, and so they're not holding off for big deals. So there are a lot of big deals already. Did you do any shopping yourself over the weekend? I did not. I I browsed because I was trying to find. I told myself this is the year that I'm going to get. Oh, this get is the it. Stuff you're going to get the stuff early. You're not going to wait till the 23rd. And like good I even job. I even put forth a good effort. But my problem is like I'm like I don't want to get that for like my brothers. I I don't. Well. 
anyway, happy Cyber Monday really to you all. Do they really need another golf polo? Is this, is this a... Driving in, I heard the news that Frank Wright was Frank Reich was canned, and there's just too much. I mean, there's just too much. Is this? A- I found myself over when you were sending in when you're sending in the song the fight songs this morning. I was just like, I'm very overwhelmed. There's too damn much to talk about. Um, and it is. I would ask you, is it a great time in sports, or is it a is it is it a set like this is a, this is our last fight song roundup of the of the well, well maybe we'll do one next week yeah and, and theoretically we could do a fight song roundup when we come back so after this is the sad because it's it college football like that weekend of college football was crazy great sad yes I mean to me it always really boils down to like you blink and football season's over with and it was another reminder yeah. and I can also confirm if you throw a newborn into the mix you <laughs> really blink and football season's over with. I will say, though, the Thursday and Friday was pretty meh. Saturday was delivered. Saturday, Saturday was, was awesome. nuts. It was unbelievable. I mean, that was one of the best college football days of the year. Um, yeah, and then you've got – and so then we've got firings. Certainly in college we have firings and hirings. Like you've very Well, and then quasi-hirings and then – And non-hirings. Did we have another Shiano 2.0? Exactly. Yeah. So you have – we have hirings and firings, and now we have NFL firings early in the year, second year in a row. The Panthers have fired their head coach in the middle of the year. Well, it's because they, they couldn't fire him on Black Friday because they hadn't played yet. Right. So, so they, they went until Cyber Monday. Wait. So, uh, so we got that. We got basketball, uh, uh, college basketball, obviously meaningful games with the Tigers we're going to get to in a minute, and their trip to the Bahamas. We've got... Uh, you you can put a bow on various football seasons. The regular seasons are over. We got to look back at those. We have the matter of the Memphis Grizzlies to talk about. I went to uh, I went to the Suns game, and boy, was that a! It's fun. It's still fun to go. It is still fun to go. I took uh, two of my three boys, the two who care about sports, and we went. And it, it's a fun event. And the two that were in town, and the two that were also in town. It's a fun event. But as some of you are aware. Uh, they are zero and eight at home. We are we are fixing to enter December. What, what was Peter's analysis? We've got we've got. Oh, he was just we we could have, we could have him on with the analysis. The, the problem is, and Drew sent me this. Uh, just a second, he said I would love to hear from the listeners what they think the problem is, right? And 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 it, the the exact text was. I uh, would love to know what the listeners actually think is the problem with the Grizzlies. Is it the injuries? Is it Taylor Jenkins? Is it that the media doesn't ask hard enough questions? We are seeing everything under the sun. That's what he, he wants. He wants the pulse of the people. The problem is, with all due respect, people, we don't have enough time to get the pulse of the people today. We got, we got, we got fight song roundup, which we have to do. Our, our fight song roundups are, wi- are winding down, and certainly there are certain teams that you deserve must to cherish be. each we, and every one of and them, and we must celebrate them. And so we have that. We've got Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock. He's going to have an expert analysis of the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. And then Parth Padia, who was, in, uh, who was in the Bahamas with the Memphis Tigers, is going to join us in studio. And so, listen, you can tweet us the, the pulse of the people, and maybe we'll ask you tomorrow. You can think on it. Think on it. I suggested a poll. A poll not for us. We can't do this poll, Jeffrey, because the other problem is the answer is 100% all of the above. Here is the thing. If I was saying what is wrong with the Grizzlies, here are the things I would offer as options in my poll. Okay, ready? Number one. One, injuries. Two, Taylor Number Jenkins. Number two. Taylor Jenkins, right? Yep. 
Number three. Front office? Yep. Number four. Effort? Marcus Smart mm-hmm. uh, enters that into the into the whatever. And, uh, oh. Number five. Ja. Yeah. Yeah. Th- that's number one. Yeah. I mean, that's where it starts. This would not happen, but, oh, I mean, you know what Joth probably thinks? Uh, we, we don't go up to it, five. It only goes to five. The league. The league is mm. out. It's the league out to get him. Uh-huh. I don't think Ja thinks Ja. I think he thinks the league out to get me uh, is what caused this problem. But anyway, I don't know how you can argue that it's not some of all. Like, yeah. it, the I correct answer has to be all of the yeah, above. We, we can disagree on ordering, but I think everyone would agree there is a mix of those of of all of those options. <laughs> you don't get to three and thirteen, zero oh and eight at home, losing consecutive games by twenty, twenty one, and twenty two points. Correct. The last three games and have it be one thing. Yes. Uh, yesterday it was unreal because we had with the Bills on TV one, and so I just would you know I'd look over at TV two like every ninety seconds, and it felt like the lead would just move five points every single time I'd look over there. It's like I, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed you chose to mention the Bills, honestly. <laughs> um, here's how bad it was for me. I turned to the Grizzlies last night to cheer myself up. Mm-hmm. How about that? And, and relative to where I was, it did. It how? did. I just like other people being miserable. Okay. If, I'm, if, I am, mm-hmm. if I'm watching freaking Jake Elliott, I don't who, like seeing other I people like. be happy. It, I, I can go realize sports is hard. That's mm-hmm. what, what we, again from the, one one of the things from the the lessons from the week. One of the eternal lessons on this radio show is sports is designed to yes. break your heart. Hello, Auburn. Um, all right. Anyway, once again uh, today uh, we are going to speak to. Uh, we're going to do the fight song roundup. Then Chris Harrington. Then Partha Pide. Let's let's try to talk about the three Memphis teams in some order. All right. Here um, we'll start with uh, Tiger football. Um, they went to Philadelphia, and they beat Temple, uh, and they did it convincingly. First play, boom, Joe yeah. Skates. Like, and it really was, it was, uh, it was never in doubt. Forty-five to twenty-one. Blake Watson goes over a thousand yards. Seth Hennigan becomes the all-time completions leader. Team is nine and three with a chance to get to ten wins. Um, all three losses to ranked teams. Um, Someone asked me yesterday, uh, do, could we have used Justin Fuente? I'm like, this is, stop talking about that. Like, whatever you think or had thought about Ryan Silverfield or really think about him going forward into the future, whether sure. you have great confidence that he's the guy, that is a good year, and he is not getting fired, nor does he deserve to be fired. Yeah. I push back on good year. It's a good year. It was a, a good met, year. met expectations here. Yeah, I honestly, our fear was that it was going to be seven or eight wins. This is a well, little better. Well, we also didn't realize that. the rest of the league was going to be. Yeah, this they, bad. they, you know, they, they, you could be Temple. Here's the point. Sure, you could That's, be no, Temple. Fair. You yeah. know, like they're they're they hadn't lo- they had lost to Temple each of the last two or three times they'd been to Temple. Yeah. Like you could, the rest of the league stinks. You could be one of those teams that stink. You, there's no reason you can't. You couldn't be South Florida. There's no Tulsa. reason you couldn't be Tulsa. There's no reason. There, there are years all those teams have been in, in, in the past. All those teams were better than you. You clearly are separated from those other teams that stink. It's a good year. It wasn't a great year. I'm not going to put that on it. I think it was a good year. 
Um, and, um, I, you know, when people get all too excited about, oh, it's the fourth time ever they've had 10 wins, that's where I get yep. off the train. Like, I, I know why it's the fourth time ever, whatever else. But it was a good year, and there is still a reasonable chance that they might go to the Liberty Bowl. I don't have a strong opinion about that one way or another. The Fenway Bowl is not actually out of the out of the uh, uh, woods as, as one of the possibilities. The Military Bowl is the one that seems very highly likely, or the Liberty Bowl. Mm-hmm. Do you have any any particular opinion? Um, I think the Liberty Bowl would be the most fun of those because while the Fenway Bowl, in theory. Seems really fun as an avid watcher of every bowl game. Right. <laughs> that game, like, has no juice. It's, like, played in a dead Fenway Park. It's always – it always just looks miserable. And do you, do you put in a – do you have a uh, – is there any part of you that says, oh, the, but the players want to go away? But whenever they say that, they mean, like, we want to go somewhere warm. They don't want to go to Boston right. or Annapolis. Correct. Right? Like, That's where these two yeah, are. Like, and, again, like, if – like – they want to go to Hawaii. They want to go, like I, I totally get that, but like it's not like you're going. You know what? I really want to do. I want to go to Boston. North. Yeah, in December. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, shout out to the Memphis football program for uh, taking care of business. They get the win, nine and three on the season. Uh, next, Tiger hoops. There was a moment over this past since we were last on, where it was possible to be really giddy about this Memphis basketball team. Everything you could possibly want. Sure, you could see occasional, like, ah, oh, the offensive rebounding, that's a little bit of a problem. But, you know, they go to Missouri, they beat Missouri. Then, mm-hmm. they, then, they, then, they, then they play play Michigan, and all of a sudden, Ashton Hardaway comes off the bench, and he's, he's lighting it up, five three-pointers. He's 17 points. Ashton freaking Hardaway, and, uh, and Jaquan Walton hits a big shot. And it's just like, my God, they've got... So many ballers on this team, and they hang on, and and it got a little close at the end, but they showed the poise that you need to, Jeffrey, to pull out a close game. They hit big foul shots down the stretch. You're like, and Michigan is not a great Michigan team, but it's a brand. You beat Michigan, and 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 you didn't do what you've done so often, which is lose the first game of this tournament and put yeah. yourself in the loser's bracket. So good on you. Then you got Arkansas. Arkansas is ranked, and... David Jones is he, – he literally had Penny talking about whether he was the best – one of the best players ever to come through Memphis, which, by the way, he may well turn out to be. But I, as a matter of principle, do not engage in that discussion uh, on the basis of a Thanksgiving tournament. Even if you score 36 points, Correct. even if you look awesome, that's a preposterous conversation to have given the greats that have come through Memphis. Yeah, if you want to talk about an all-time great performance. Performance, totally sure. I'm with but you. But even then, it's all-time <laughs> great performances in meaningful games sure. become much more, in, in really in tournament games, yeah. or become much more significant. He was awesome. Yeah. He was absolutely awesome. Efficient. And I, by the way, he'd pull up for jumpers and I'd say, what are you doing? Like, like And then they'd go in. Yep. No, I mean he was on that. That was just the ultimate heater. It was incredible, yep. um, and you're like, oh my god, this is, uh, you know, again, it's an, it's a, it's an, it felt like a new cast of characters every game, and you're like, okay, now you got Villanova in the championship game. Now it so happened that that's the I was at the I, that's when I took my kid to the Grizzlies, kids to the Grizzlies game, and uh, I was kind of out of it for about 
10 minutes where I wasn't really paying attention. And someone walked up to me and said, you see what happened to the, see what happened to the Tigers? And at this point, they were down by 22. <laughs> like, it was insane. So that was during the run. It was, it was yes. No, it got worse than that. Uh, at one point, they trailed by 35. 44 to 16 at the half. The Tigers shot 4 of 27 in the first half. So a lot of that giddiness was like, holy crap, we don't need to be humiliated. And they did enough that on the scoreboard, 79-63 doesn't look great. Closer than any of the last three Grizzlies games, though. Yeah, I got a little concerned on Friday because North Carolina and Arkansas played early. Right. And when I saw that score... I did perk up and like, oh, maybe those two teams were far and away the best. I'm still not going to knock that. No, no, no. It is a, okay, and do we, obviously the top 25 comes out. mm -hmm. We do believe they will. Now, we've believed it last time. Yeah, I I believe last time. So, I believe they will be ranked, but. If people were watching that first half, they might, you know. I mean, that's the problem is like we're always just a victim of recency bias. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we'll see. It, I, I, I think they should be uh, ranked in the top 25. Parth has a ballot, and we'll talk to him about what his ballot was when he comes in here in the second hour. It was a good week um, for the University of Memphis basketball team. It has been a good start for the University of Memphis basketball team. There is still a part of us that's like, okay, well, what are these teams going to be? Like, yes. how many... Quad one wins do they have? How many how many tournament teams have they beaten? I would I would suspect that Arkansas will be a tournament team. But can you say with any confidence whether Missouri or Michigan will be? I cannot. I cannot either. So I suspect Michigan will be, but I, again, I'm not you know, what so, if, if they, they play in the Big Ten? What if they what if they go like, you know, what if they only win eight right. games in the Big Ten? So um all the things that we said when we were feeling giddy about the team still still seem to be true. They've got a lot of ballers. They got a lot of players who can make shots. No, they didn't make shots in the first half against Villanova. They got a lot of ballers. They got a lot of players who can make shots. The moments don't seem to be too big too yeah. big for them. Um, just so many weapons. Um, and so I feel really good about the team. Yeah. And then I have a couple of concerns. Yeah, and I do think, though, we fall victim of what I used to always refer to as beat writer syndrome, in right. which... You focus more on the concerns. Correct, because you see the team more than anyone. Yeah, right. But, like, if you just look at college basketball at large, like, I think these same questions apply to 90% of the teams that, that are... That Villanova tra- team lost to Penn. Correct. <laughs> you know, like, what, what, what were people saying about that Villanova team right. after they lost to Penn? What were they saying about FAU after they lost... After it lost to Bryant. FAU, by the way, has come back and beaten Butler, Texas A&M, and Virginia Tech. Yeah. So you have different moments, different days. No team is perfect, et cetera. But in fairness, the, 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 the persistent worry from the very first time we've seen them has been giving up offensive rebounds. Mm-hmm. They are 308th in the country at, uh, in terms of their opponent's offensive rebound percentage. Their opponents get 34% of of the rebounds, and that is way too high. Related to a second problem, which is 
Jordan Brown slash Malcolm Dandridge. Yeah, I, of all the concerns I have, I to me, I think the offensive rebounding thing can get a little squirrely because oftentimes, like if you're playing teams that miss shots, like I think there's somewhat of luck involved. I do have legitimate concerns about the front court. Like I, I, that 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 is like where I would say like I, I don't know if I trust the bigs. I I have concerns about both of those because it's not been one squirrely game. It's been a bunch of games now, and they're out rebounded practically all of them. But I think it's related to the bigs too. Like it's it's Malcolm's a good effort player, right? Often, yeah. and he's experienced and he's experienced yeah. and all of that. He's not good enough. No, I like did when they wonder, went to though, him in the post against so, Arkansas for like three or four. I was like, my God! I want to go back to the Michigan game. I think he got banged up on that big block. That's possible. I he because I like, I was I went back and like I don't know I I think he got I think he tweaked something on that because he to me the rest of the week he looked like a different player and not for the better. So. um and then Jordan Brown is the biggest disappointment slash mystery, and he's just basically been a non-factor. And is it that he's not in shape, clearly not in great shape? Uh, is it that he played a different style, isn't used to getting up and down the floor this way? Is it that Penny doesn't trust him? Is it, like, whatever it well, is? Well, I mean, I think there's also an, another possible explanation. Like, when we see players move up, they usually right. are not as productive as they were at the lower level. Uh, and so there you go. Um, and, and then I would say the other, again, you're exactly right. This is, this is scrutinizing to, we're looking for this. Let's be honest. I've seen the Grizzlies. I have to find my hope somewhere. Right. Sure. And so I need the Tigers to be great. All right. And so that, that, that's how I'm focused on them. And they, I think they can still, uh, they they still have some work to do playing together as a team. Yeah, they, but they I, are they are a bunch of guys who think they're going to make the next shot. I mean, and you see that they yeah. they're like it's my there's a little bit of my turn going on there with them, and when the shots are going in like they were for for David Jones um, against Arkansas, that's fantastic. But when they weren't like in the first half, I almost thought one of their best halves of team basketball was the second half against Missouri when Quinterly was running the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. it was point guard driven. They were sharing the ball. And so I, I'm interested to watch how that evolves. It's early in the season. A bunch of guys who are thrown together. This is not surprising to me. But And like also those multi team events, those tournaments, like oftentimes like you're just trying to kind of figure it out on the fly. Because you know what I mean? It's not like you had the game plan time. You haven't really practiced right. on a specific opponent. It's it's literally like roll the ball out there. So, uh, it was, uh, but let's be clear. That was a, despite the ending, um, that was a good week. No, we all said before, if you could give them two and if one. If you could get two and one, you'd, yeah. you'd be great. And and then you add in Missouri, which they'd already beaten. And now, obviously, Ole Miss coming up. Uh, Ole Miss, and not a particularly good Ole Miss team at this point. They are very bad offensively. Right. Horrible. They seem to play hard defensively. Correct. And they're not great they, offensively. They really struggle to score. So, uh, and that brings us to the Memphis Grizzlies, or brings us back to the Memphis Grizzlies, as someone asked Jeffrey if I was willing to, on Twitter, they Mm -hmm. asked if I was willing to offer 11 and and 14 again. Mm -hmm. And the answer to that is decidedly no. Let me ask you, when Jock comes back, 
after 25 games, will they have five wins? They were five and 20 the year that uh, the, the year that Hubie got hired. They, I mean, this is the longest they've gone without winning a home game. This is well, it's it's the, to start a season. They yeah, actually yeah. they lost 11 in a row at home when they were in Vancouver, but not to ever to start a season. This is the longest it's ever been. Again, last year, um, they lost uh, six home games all of last year. They have already lost eight straight home games, and it is not getting better. Their last three games, blown out by Houston by 20, blown out by a Suns team with no Kevin Durant and no Bradley Beal. So in terms of stars, quote-unquote stars – the Grizzlies had Bain and Jaron Jackson. They had Booker. Grizzlies should have, it felt like, just looking at those lineups, I'm like, when we were sitting in the seats, we were like, this is a winnable game. And they get drilled. Lose by 21. And then yesterday, uh, Timberwolves are, are, are really good. And they lose by 22 to the Timberwolves uh, after or, or during the midst of the game. Marcus Smart, evidently, in the huddle, goes off on them, saying this is embarrassing, this is embarrassing, this is embarrassing. The players asked about it afterwards. Drew Hill has a story up about it. Um, said, oh, yeah, well, we agree with that, whatever else. Um, it is embarrassing, and we have to play harder. I don't know, like, how the, it's going over, really. Like, for Marcus Smart, injured Marcus Smart, who hasn't been part of it, be calling people embarrassing. Derek Rose has basically gone off on him, too, though. Derek Rose, by the way, a little bit of a silver lining over the last two games, and pretty good. Um, and so it's a it's a total disaster. It is there's, there's there's nothing else to say. It is a total disaster. It was like oh well, they played, played competitively against the Nuggets. They played competitively against the Celtics. As I've said before, that's what bad teams do. Yeah. A lot of times they'll come close to good teams, and then the good teams will take yes, care of business. Eventually, they do just enough to win the game. And they we the saw game. that, you know, back in the old iteration. You have to reach back to remember when the Grizzlies used to be pathetic, and uh, that would happen. Oh, we got close against the. You know, you lost. You lost. I and, honestly thought the of the three results, the one that was the most disheartening, I thought was the Houston game last week because that was a game that you were in it. I felt like you were in that game for a longer period than you were the other two. And that is true. Like you just got to a point where Jeff, they literally couldn't score. Like it well, just, they, they, they can't score. Yeah. I mean, that, the truth of the matter and is, I think that's a talent issue. Like I do think that that's what that really boils down to is you're having to play so many guys that are really not NBA players well, or rotational what will guys. What happen is, is, and again, I saw this against the Suns at, the, at that game. You'll get open shot for Vince Williams. Well, yeah. he and, and it's funny. Last week, everyone's clamoring. Got to play Vince Williams more. Got to play Vince Williams. No, he's terrible. Yeah, there's a reason. Offensively, why. he can't hit a shot. Yeah. He literally. He's a good he's, defensive player, but he's like, a good defensive player. And you just once he gets it, gets it over half. He wants he wants to give it to someone, and someone else wants to take it from him because he can't make a shot. Yeah. And there's a reason why he's getting the open looks. And so then it's Santi Aldama is suddenly taking as many or more shots than anyone else. And, and mind you, he's pretty good. And Derrick Rose, relatively speaking, can actually dribble the ball and get to the rim occasionally. And so he looks relatively – but Gilliard's getting totally eviscerated defensively. And he's – let's be honest, he's a G League player. I mean, that's, He should be. They're, they're a bunch of G League players this is, this is the around problem. Dez and yeah. Jaron. And then Dez and Jaron have not been – either because they're – Worn down. Uh, Dez got hurt. So, so you know, Dez played against the Suns. He had the ankle, though. Like, he was clearly limited. 
And and then truthfully, I think defensively, they're demoralized. Like if you can't score, if you keep getting blown out, I think it's I think they're demoralized. But so to take Dez and Jaron against the Suns combined for 19 points. Yeah. They went 8 of 25 and combined for 19 points against the T-Wolves. They went 9 of 30. Well, that's you got no shot. 31 points from those two combined. Uh, Anthony Edwards is 24 himself. Like you, you, your, your stars aren't whether they're injured, demoralized, whatever it is, because they're surrounded by flotsam and jetsam. And then the the rest Timely of the team, reference. the rest of them, I, they're they're not NBA players. No, I mean to me, like the the Zaire, big... not an NBA player. Roddy, marginal NBA player, right? Yeah, and I mean even with Roddy, it's like okay, Roddy, Junior, not a marginal player, not an NBA player. Roddy. Roddy also gets kind of cheerleader effect where it's like, because he hasn't been as aggressively terrible, but it's not like... Oh, no, but David Roddy trying to make something happen it just it horrifies me. Correct. Like, if he's, if he's, it's if like he's he, just Because he hasn't hard, been that bad, everyone's oh, like, yeah. eh, like, you don't want to include him, and it's like... Now, he clearly works hard and all that stuff, but, like, the, the worst David Roddy is David Roddy trying to make something happen. They have a bunch of 4A players. I, think about it in these terms, Chef. Their three wins are against San Antonio, Portland, and when the Clippers were an absolute mess trying to right. add Harden. Well, that's kind of the sign of a bad basketball team because literally when they play anyone else, they just lose. Now, in fairness, they are missing three starters. Three starters in Josh, Stephen Adams, and Marcus Smart. And, and then you include Conchar. Four of their top, certainly seven players. Yeah, but I mean, the, like they that's have the, three the problem that we're including Conchar in that. Yeah, but he's a, he's a he's a he's a he's an okay seventh man. He's four of their top seven players. They're missing, and like so that's why. Is it is it? It starts with Ja. Yeah. Then it's the injuries. Then you can't argue that the head coach is getting the best out of this team. Whatever this team is, you cannot argue the head coach is getting the I'm best out of the team when you're losing by 20, 21, and 22. Again, I right? don't, I, I, I've made my stance very clear on this. I don't think he is the problem. I would not sit there and look at anyone in the eye and go, you know what, he's right. done a good job. Right. And, and, and it's clearly the front office has put a bunch of, put a, bunch of made a bets on a bunch of players yes. that turned out to be crap. And, uh, and then I think it's effort from the part of the players. I don't think Marcus Smart would be calling them out if he didn't see a lack of effort. No, I, th- I think that that's true. Like, you kind of know, like, I, I think that's kind of part of the problem. It's like you see them, you kind of know how these games are going to go. They're relatively competitive in the first quarter. The second quarter, they start to get blown out. The third quarter, they leave no doubt, and then the fourth quarter is just kind of like whatever. We have Average to. We, we we are we are contractually obligated to play forty eight minutes. They've gone. Um, they've gone uh, three straight games now without hitting hundred points. Yeah, they can't score. <sighs> they cannot score. So um, okay, will they get to? Will they get to five wins? By the time Jocko, will they be five and twenty? Now they are, I think, four and a half out of tenth. Is that right? I think they're four and a half out of tenth. At seven out of ten, if they are seven out of the play-in, that's that's insurmountable, isn't it? I mean, I was the one that was arguing, like when everyone's like, "Oh, it's not that bad." 
Like, no, no, I know your point is is that even when he comes back, they're not that good. No, no, I, no, no, no. I'm right. talking about the standings. Yes. Because remember, like, we're like, oh, right. they're only like two or two and a half out. I was right. like, yo, we've only played 10 played games. games. Yes, so, like, that's, that's true. Right. It's tough to be a whole lot more than that. I, I, if they're seven out, it's over. They're four and a half back. So basically in what, what was that? I feel like that was like two weeks. They've already doubled the deficit. I think they can get to five because when you look at, when you look at, Okay, this can we can we acknowledge we have to circle this game Wednesday? Oh, absolutely! Like this this Wednesday game. No, first of all, it's your last chance to get a home win in November. Yes, right. And I think there's something ignominious about going into December without having won at yeah. home. Yeah, oh, I can agree. We agree with that. Yeah. Um, and then they go on the road. Yep. Phoenix at Dallas, then at Phoenix back to back Friday Saturday. Yeah, that's murderous, right? Then, then back home on Monday for Dallas. Then they have that weird, like, rocket series where Wednesday's in Houston, Friday is in... And how confident are you feeling about that rocket series? You know, oh, there's another bad team. Not as bad as you. Yeah, they're not as bad, but, like, I don't know. That game, to me, felt way more winnable than the other. Yes, yes, I agree with that. So there's a there's a winnable chance. And then that. if you get a night where, like, you know, like, this is... The problem is, like, we've, we've really... Re- as you point out, though, there's never been a night when a good or mediocre team has had an off night in the Grizzlies one so far. Like, that hasn't happened. The closest You've, thing we got to was the Clippers. And, and they, they weren't, at that point, a good or mediocre Correct. team. They were a team in complete disarray. Correct. They'd not won a game. So they've two awful teams yeah. and a team in complete disarray. This idea, oh, well, a team will have an off night and you can beat them. If you don't have any ability to score, you have a hard time. You don't have someone who can get hot. Well, I mean, doesn't Luke? Isn't it possible Luke's back this week? I guess Luke. Yeah, Luke, man. I mean, that's what you're. You're the one who was my. It's given me grief for putting him in your top seven players, and now you're holding him up as the savior. No, no, Luke, not Conchar. Oh, did I say Conchar? Yeah, oh, you I said, said Conchar. I meant Luke. Oh, yeah, meant that Luke. was where I was confused. Oh, I was like, I, in my like, head, I said Luke. Okay, because yeah, that in was my what, head. That was a Luke. No, that was my. No, yeah, you're exactly. Right. Yeah, Conchar should be like no, nine Luke. or ten. Like, Luke is seven. Yes, yes. I, I was. Yeah, I, I mean, you in know, my head. I was maybe you get the game where he hits ten threes. <sighs> okay, well, I'm glad we straightened that out. I, I mean, I think I they, didn't want people. Thinking I think they can get to five. five. The top seven player. They can get to five, but if I put the over under at five and a half wins by the time Jock comes back, oh, I think I'd smash that under. <laughs> oh no! I don't know if I'd be able to get five and a half. If you're just looking at, like, how many? Let's see, games they will be favored in. I suppose it's possible they're favored on Wednesday. I think Could they were be. favored. I think they were favored the last time they played the Jazz. But you got to remember, they were favored last time they played the Jazz. They lost, right. and right now the ultimate cash cows just fade the Grizzlies. So, and they're po- missing more play. Like, Correct. Like, they, they have, got they more have fewer. Yes. Not Dallas. Not Phoenix. Not Dallas. Not Houston. Maybe Houston at home. Maybe. maybe. Not the Thunder. Probably. If you're selling your house, listen, don't move just because the Grizzlies are bad. Like, that's, you know, that's that. that, that ja will come back. We do have something to look forward to. Uh, but if you are selling your house, Josh Isa is the person to call his team at Keller Williams, 901 461 8147. 901 461 8147. If you check them out over on Google, you will see that there are more than 305 star Google reviews. That's not me. That's. People out there who've worked with Josh, more than 500 five-star 
Google reviews. Flexible fees, no upfront cost. He'll let you out of the contract at any time, risk-free. Plus, here's the promise. Josh, Josh will sell your home for 100% of your list price, or he'll pay you the difference, or he'll step in and buy the house at a price that is acceptable to you. Uh, it's a tricky time in the real estate business. All that much more important to uh, have a professional like Josh Heisaw and his team on your side. 901-461-8147. When we come back, uh, we will do the fight song roundup and uh, talk about the extraordinary day in college football on Saturday. We'll do that next. Jeff Gawkin Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Tristan Crick with BetQL. We got the best Monday night football game in ages. A rematch of the Super Bowl. Chiefs host the Eagles. Two and a half point favorites in a game that football fans have anticipated all year. I'm sure you're anticipating to take the under 45 and a half because so many primetime unders have hit. But I think this game goes way over. The last three Eagles games have averaged 56 points so they can score and their defense gives up points. I'm Tristan Crick helping you beat the books and bet smarter with BetQL. Download the BetMGM app today. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi. Rizm Kizm of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. 
Don't use if allergic to Skyrizi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Skyrizi, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. You can start your NFL week off right Thursday. No sweat, same game, parlay, Seahawks, Cowboys. All you have to do is place a three-leg same game parlay. And if you win, you win. If you do not win, you get bonus bets back. That's all customers. That's not just new customers, all customers over on FanDuel. FanDuel is, of course, official sports betting partner of the NFL, and NFL same-game parlay is the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. Go to FanDuel.com slash Calkins, C-A-L-K-I-N-S, C-A-L-K-I-N-S, so you don't miss out on your chance to get a no-sweat same-game parlay on America's number one sportsbook. Must be 21 or older in present Tennessee. Refund issues non withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max refund, five bucks unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789. Looking for the perfect gift for a teacher, co-worker, I don't know, your brother-in-law? Go to the Majestic Grill on November 29th for its annual half-price holiday card gift sale. They have $50 gift cards on sale for $25 until they're sold out. There's no purchase limit and the cards do not expire. Plus, the place is beautifully decorated and Christmas tunes will be playing. You might even get hugged. So go to the Majestic Grill right there on Main Street on November 29th. Doors open at 8 a.m. Hi, this is Jay Gaddis from James Gaddis Jewelers. Looking to pop that big question? My family is here to help. Come meet with Philip or James to find the perfect ring. Have something truly unique in mind? Well, if you can dream it, and even if you can't, we can create it using state-of-the-art AI software. So before you shop online, stop by James Gaddis Jewelers and see why Memphians have trusted my family to help them express their love for over 70 years. Located in East Memphis at 4900 Poplar Avenue near Mendenhall. James Gaddis Jewelers, your family jeweler. We asked Rodney and Karen if they'd been to the old Southland Casino. It's been about four years ago since we, we went. Then we asked them to give the all-new Southland Casino Hotel a shot. Oh, we're going to have so much fun in here. <laughs> and what do they think of Southland now? Loved it. I love the facility, the bright colors, the clean rooms. <laughs> We've already invited people to come back. The all-new Southland Casino Hotel. Experience it for yourself. Must be 21+. plus. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to talk trash, Mid-South. This is Rick West with Waste Connections and Team Waste. Our Memphis and Collierville campuses are currently hiring CDL drivers, driver helpers, diesel mechanics, and PM techs. We offer competitive pay, great benefits, and at the end of each workday, you get to be home with your family. Our culture is built on taking care of each other and the communities we serve. Apply today at careers at wasteconnections.com and be a part of a great team. Connect your future with Waste Connections and Team Waste. Honey, can you swing by the post office and grab some stamps? Done. And drop off these packages? Sure thing, honey. Oh, and get the tracking info. 
Got it. But you haven't moved. I know. How great is that? This holiday season, the Postal Service is closer than ever with convenient ship from home services like label printing, free package pickup, and delivery notifications. You can send more holiday joy from the comfort of home. The United States Postal Service, delivering for America. Ship from home at usps.com slash holiday joy. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's football season, and the NFL is in full effect on the free Odyssey app. We're heading into the final stretch of the regular season, and the playoff picture is starting to come into focus. Whatever team you're rooting for, the free Odyssey app has you covered with the local talk and your team's podcasts. Plus, listen to play-by-play of every Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night game from Westwood One. If you're looking for the NFL, it's all on the free Odyssey app. Download it today and search for your favorite team. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Cockett Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Your spirits are low. Thinking about the Grizzlies. Bonnie uh, and Bottle can help. Wednesday, uh, 5 to 6, 25 cent martinis. Also, half price bottles of wine, half price glasses of wine on Wednesday. But the truth of the matter is, that's a place that'll lift your spirits no matter what. Denver Biggs used to tell me that the place had a happy vibe. And I think that's a right, exactly right. It's got delicious food, it's a beautiful restaurant, and it's got an incredibly happy vibe. So, if you folks in town for the holidays, Take me to Bonnie on Broad. 410 Broad Avenue. Jeffrey, let's do the fight song roundup. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. Cause I still got a lot of fight left in me. Well, that was fun. I mean, I don't know. I was rooting for Michigan, so it seemed, seemed fun to me. Uh, not, probably not as hard as your afternoon co-host was rooting for Michigan. But for the third year in a row, the University of Michigan defeats the Ohio State Buckeyes. 30-24. to 24. Came down to the one last drive. Yeah. A pick, which was really more because the pass rush than... Yeah, I mean, he wasn't the game situation. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean. Um, a lot of the focus after this, and obviously it clears the way Michigan will now play in the Big Ten Championship, should win that game and should go on uh, and be. Uh, the Big Ten West has never won that game. In the, right, in the playoff. And you would think, hey, you would think would be two. Yeah, I'm presuming Georgia's going to win on Saturday. Right. So if Georgia wins Saturday, yeah, I think they'll be Michigan one. will be two. Yeah. Right. Of course, it doesn't matter if you're two or three. Right. It's just what you, you want to be Georgia, where you get presumably Florida State. We'll get to that in a minute. Right. At four. All, all, the only difference between two and three is what color jerseys you're wearing. Exactly. 
Uh, a lot of the focus afterwards was, I think, appropriately on Ryan, on Ryan Day, right? Yeah, because it felt like... Coach Stair. This was. It also felt like the game was pretty even, and one coach coached the game with nothing to lose, and the other guy coached pretty cowardly. Totally cowardly. Yeah. And obviously the most notable, and it's weird, is that I was reading a piece, like, if he was... If he was playing against Minnesota, yep. he wouldn't have done that. Right. Like, he gets in his head, and you've got, with all due respect, like, you got higher recruiting classes every year than Michigan. Yeah. You've got a, a receiver who is, I don't know, generational. You know, like... Potentially, little, yes. I've been a lot of good receivers the last few years, yes. but not many have come out with the... He'll be top five pick easily. Yeah. And you got weapons, you got like everything you could possibly want, and let there you are, you're down 14-10 toward the end of the first half. You drive to the Michigan 34, and you run out the clock? So the one at the end of the half, I was a little okay with because I think he knew his quarterback was shaky. There was like a fourth and one from like the 40-something. Earlier than that, there was a fourth and one from their own 46 in the first quarter. Like... Dude, if are, if you're as tough as you say, like yeah, y'all are, like, are you are you who you are you who Lou Holt says you are, or are you who you say you are? And, and on top of that, like you, you, they got a crappy punt after, like that was the one that really bothered me. It's fourth and one from their own forty-six. That was a pretty cowardly punt. That was a cowardly ass punt. Mm-hmm. And it's me like the other key difference was like. Uh, listen, I'm not the world's biggest McCarthy nah, he guy. Was a, he was a better quarter. He was, there the better, was like, he, no close. It wasn't yes. close. I mean, he had more throws where you go, oh, my God. Yeah, he had some. And then, you know, this game largely. That, that, that throw when they were trying to. With the what? defender, where the defender didn't turn his head. The, the one across the field. Yes. That yeah. was insane. Yeah. It was honestly, you can argue, ill He literally ear it. Yeah. Yeah. And then McCourt throws the pick. I guess if you want to give him a little bit of benefit of the doubt, like. The, the route last wasn't pick, I don't, great. The last like, pick, I don't. But, oh, I mean, no, I'm talking about hit. the first one. Oh, yeah. No, like, yeah. The route was a little iffy, but it's like it was still a bad decision. He was a lesser quarterback. There's no yes. question. And uh, and so now you have the situation there at Ohio State where you're 56 and 7. Correct. And the, new, uh, the new stat that's going around is 1 and 6 against CFP ranked top 5. Right. Here's the point, though. They're expanding the playoff. They're going to get in the playoff every year now. Yeah, I think, though, the problem that he is facing is... And plus, a lot of Michigan people are leaving. Like, that's a, a senior class that came back this year. For sure. I think you stick well, around. I mean, maybe Harbaugh's leaving. You stick like, around and you beat Michigan next year and all as well. I think, though... And the, I, I'll, by the way, right now, I'll take them. Yeah, I think the bigger problem that they have is there's so few games that they actually care about. Right. And they're now losing all of them. Heck of a football game. This game, like, it was a coming in, like, you like, man, this feels like a big-time Well, here's the game. thing. If we had a 12-team playoff, would this if is this – I've never bought the argument that uh, it'll having an expanded playoff will ruin the regular season. But this is a game where the stakes were dramatically ratcheted up because it's a 14-team playoff. I do buy the argument. The more the more teams that you add to the postseason, the less, less special the regular season it, it, is. Because it is, like, yes. it, but 
this game will They're like, still fun, though. And Michigan Ohio State's always going to be. It's always going to be fun. And like the argument would be, well, it's going to be. And it's for seeding, too. Top like, four seed. Yeah. yeah. It won't be meaning. It'll still have great meaning. It will not have as much meaning as this one did. Correct. You're allowed a mulligan. Um, all right. Who's next? Holy crap. I, I know. I know Hugh Freeze is not your favorite individual in the world. The worst human being I've ever met in my life. But my heart goes out to Auburn fans. Like, I have been there. I don't know how you cannot feel bad for Auburn fans. Uh, yeah, I can. They hired Hugh Freeze. They didn't all hire Hugh Freeze. They fought in. That's impossible. Fourth and 31? You thought fourth and 25 was bad, Ole Miss fans. Fourth and 31. I was, I was loving On the anniversary. I was, getting, I was getting all these text messages. You're like, I can't believe this happened. I was like, I can. I covered fourth and 25. And it was, it was, by the way, not fluky. No, he was. They left him one on one. They left him one, and it was a rope. Like it was yes. a, it was, it was, it wasn't. Oh, what are you gonna do? Hail Mary bounced around, bounced the wrong way. No, it was just a pass to the corner of the end zone. It was a pass to the corner of the end zone. It was based on strategic decisions or, or stupid decisions that Auburn made rushing two. Well, it, I don't care about the rushing two. What I thought was very dumb was. They had a spy. spy. What's on the Miller. spy? Well, like, and I'm even fine if, like, you want to delay it and send right. him. Like, like, you know, have him kind of right. hang back and then send then him. send him. But send no, him. yeah, what's he doing there? You're well, doing you no good whatsoever. You want him to run. If he yeah. runs, the game, the is, game over. is over. Yeah. This isn't. The spy was ridiculous. Yes, I have no idea. Like, there's no schematic reason to do that. They weren't trying to get 11 yards. No. Have they a spy have to if get they're a trying touchdown. to get 11 yards. Yes. Yeah, if they're trying to get nine, if they're trying to get 14 yards, have Correct. a spy. Fine. And it, I, again, if you want to rush two and have nine guys back there, I totally get that. Alabama has had too many good things happen to it, though. Hey, they don't need this joy. They don't need this joy. It's it just not like fits Auburn, in with all the other joy. It's not like Auburn hasn't had some good some good fortune. Sorry, Drew. I did, I did actually think I got electric. <laughs> just electric. You just watch. You just seen Michigan-Ohio State. Yes. And then this happened. Correct. Crazy. That game. was a new one for me. What, cha- what, what, what kind of chance do you give uh, Alabama against? It was interesting. The rivalry games, like Georgia Tech gave Georgia yeah, uh, that, a, a little bit of a tussle. Like, but, you know, whatever. And, uh, and Auburn would just, you know, coming off a humiliating loss. Gives Alabama all it could handle. So the thing that I thought was interesting about this game, Alabama goes right down and scores. And they, after forcing a three and out to start the game, and then you have the kickoff and the egregious missed face mask. Undoubtedly egregious missed face mask. And I credit Danielson for pointing it out on the broadcast. He's like, there's going to be a makeup call. He's like, when you miss one that bad, there will be a makeup call. And the key was it was fourth and one. Alabama goes for it, runs the jet sweep. It's going to be a touchdown. You're sitting there thinking route is on, and it was a hold. They they called the penalty, the hold, and then that allowed like the game to kind of stabilize a certain degree. But like, you know, uh, the game just got weird, and it, it got to Auburn's liking. And then the other key thing was one thing that I did not expect in this game. I did not expect Auburn to be able to run it as well as they did. 
especially when you know they're so limited passing the football. Did not inspire confidence for the Alabama-Georgia uh, tilt coming up. But All right, who's next? Isn't it interesting that it's interesting to me how many Memphis fans like Mike Norvell? Yeah, but it's like the era of good feelings. Yeah, but what's funny is, is like they like him better than like Ryan, and Ryan's here. And normally, if you leave, people like Justin Fuente. They didn't love him after he left. You know, with with Mike, they. Everyone still loves him. I think it has to. I think it does show. And they the, both left. I think it jobs. shows the power of football brain. Mike has bigger wins. Like there's more. Like in the end, like that's like. And Mike probably has a couple of like worse losses. But it really just goes to show the power of just the big. Well, he win. delivered the Cotton Bowl. Yeah, he delivered the Cotton and Bowl and the conference title. And he delivered. And he was the head coach when they beat SMU and game day came to yeah. town. And. He was also out there everywhere. Yes. I, I don't I don't think like being out there everywhere doesn't help. Won't save your job if you stink, right? But honestly, it does buy you good feeling and time and he I was, think it buys you the benefit of the doubt. It buys you like he did with Josh Pastner. Like even now, now that people don't hate Josh Pastner, they hated him as the Memphis coach at right. the end, but they like Josh Pastner, you know? And and uh, and so it was that was more complicated, but it does buy you time. It's one of the differences, honestly, with Mike and Ryan. Yeah. Like, like, Mike is out there all the time. Out there, everywhere. And I don't know, people like... Now, this game did not... If you want a competitive playoff, I think you want Florida State to lose to Louisville. Yeah, I'm actually going to give Florida State some credit here. I thought, this was, I thought this was a pretty impressive win in this sense that this game... Florida comes out with all the emotion in the world. Florida played very physically. It also seemed to me early on in the game, the plan that they had for Tate Rodemaker was not going to work. And so they kind of had to figure it out as the game went on. And they I was kind of hoping he would be a secret weapon, but he was not. <laughs> if your hopes were that he's going to be like Cornell Jones, then... He's a secret weapon, and he was... He's, Mike Norvell's first recruit ever. Yeah, I mean, we even got our boy Brock Glenn in there for, for a play. Uh, anyway, good for them. And uh, it, I don't care what y'all think. If they win the ACC and are undefeated, I'm with you. they're going to the playoffs. 100%. Um, and, uh, and so there you go. Do you think, though, that let's say they lose, right? They lose. Would you be better off? Would you have a more competitive team? I think it would be Texas. If they lose, I think that opens the door for Texas. Right. And I don't think it's... Which, in- which is more fun? Wouldn't it be more fun to see Georgia-Texas? Yes. I think so. I think so. From as TV- much as I like Mike and whatever, from a TV perspective and from a, just a, you know... Well, it's just... It's been so long. But in the, the biggest deals, like, the reason why it's more fun is like they have a quarterback. They have a quarterback. Yeah. So they got a, they got a chance. And you, and you saw this Texas team beat Alabama. Yes. And you didn't see this Florida State team because they have a different quarterback, beat LSU. Correct. You saw, you saw a Florida State team yes. beat LSU. Um, okay, who's next? All right, Washington uh, wins again. Talk about non-cowardly play calling, by the way. Oh, boy. Fourth and one. 
tie ball game, the Apple Cup. Fourth and one from your own 29 with 115 left. What do you do? You go for it. Yeah. And then you win the effing game. Yep. And then you make the kick. <laughs> Man, you make the kick. That was damn impressive, wasn't it? Oh, yes. Because uh, part of our our in-real-time plays, we put a nice little five-teamer together. <laughs> and it was dependent on Oklahoma State and Washington, who both had very, very sweaty, shaky, uncomfortable wins. But, yes, we needed that for a little plus 130. Um, so, all right. So, Washington plays Oregon. Wonder I was route, a little shocked at the number. 31-7. What's the number? Number is nine. So, remember, this was Washington favored by three at home, right. which to me implies more or less neutral field. Right. We think they're even. They are now basically saying, like, we believe that Oregon is nine point. Correct. On a neutral. Well, Oregon beat the hell out of Oregon State. They did. I, the ones I want back, I, I knew Jonathan Smith was taking the Michigan State, Michigan job. State job. Yeah. But I thought it was going to be win one for the Gipper. No, and then Kentucky, I knew that. that there were Stoops rumors to be leaving. And so I, I faded the wrong guys. I should have known death taxes, Stoops beats Louisville. And meanwhile, uh, Oregon's Bo Nix. Who's your Heisman? Bo, you want Bo Nix. Bo was 33 out of 40, 367 yards in that game. He's thrown for 33,906 yards. 37-2 uh, is his uh, touchdown-to-interception ratio. A nifty completion percentage of 78.2%, which would be a record. Uh, Bo Jay- played his best game of his career on, on Friday. Jay- he was incredible. Jaden Daniels. 3,800 yards passing as compared to 3,900 for Bo. But 1,100 yards rushing, 50 touchdowns total against four picks. Are those your two candidates? So my Heisman is Daniels just because I think he's been the most he's been the most outstanding player. Like when I watch him, I just go, oh my God. The problem is we've turned this into this weird the best player bi- on the best team. Yeah. Well, it's like when well, it's like we've also turned it into an argument. Like I tell you that I would vote for Jaden Daniels, so you hate Bo Nix. Well, no, I would probably vote Bo second. Right. Like it, we've just turned it into this weird thing. I just think when I've watched the two teams, what Daniels has done is more impressive to me. Uh, all right, who's next? Memphis early. We could play their fights. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 